Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, you better put the oven timer on. We got a roast. Ooh, maybe a rump roast. <laughs> it's time for the roast of Ross Matthews on season 14. Yes, and you know what an honor to be here today with such amazing talents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Willem is here, and I asked Willem, how's your head? And she said, I haven't had any compliments. <laughs> and Alaska's here too. Now, usually horses live in unstable. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> well, that joke was about as good as some of the other girls' jokes, so you'll see what we mean. No, you didn't. You, you're supposed to say most horses live in a stable. I know. I fucked it up. <laughs> I fucked it up. You're going to be in the bottom. bottom. You're going to be in the bottom. Ooh, well, bottom. Hope you know the words. <laughs> Hope you know this Olivia Rodrigo song. Can you please pass me the pearl onions and the mirepoix? Because this roast needs some accoutrement. Ooh, let's get this roast to cook in. Pearl onion. Forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours? Hi, uh, I'm Willem. Hi. Um, Hi, doll. Hey, doll. The dolls are dolling. <laughs> um, last week the dolls did. Do you the like Ruzi- to play with the Barbie dolls? <laughs> uh, we got a skipper and a midge. Who wants the midge? Oh fuck! <laughs> um, last week the dolls were dolling in the musical Moulin Rouge. Yes. There were seven queens. Leland did a little pop up. Leslie Jordan was also the tip spot girl. Um, and some parts were great. Other parts were dry salty crackers and no one wore red hair we were very disappointed we didn't even get a uh 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 uh, uh from little kim no no mm. none of that none of that um lady camden did happen to win though the maxi challenge and she even though she didn't get her saltine role she prospered and bosco and georges were in the bottom two georges won the lip sync which means bosco was supposed to go home except wait the golden chocolate bar oh my god Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that was gold leaf or golden fusium? 
Uh, I think it was solid. I think it probably weighed about 12 pounds, mm-hmm. that little bar. Uh, solid very as a rock. Heavy. Yeah. Well, Bosco solid was blessed. Solid as a rock. Do, do, do. <laughs> so Bosco's here another week. We're going to see her um, just fight and tooth and nail and saw and everything else. But uh, this is the week for the Ross Matthews roast. We're mm-hmm. on episode 13. We got, uh, I think... Uh, 17 girls left? 17? 18? Uh, yes, and 26 episodes scheduled on the slate. I uh, think the finale is on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Nice holiday special. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, I, I'd read you the mirror message, but there wasn't one. No, she was saved by the golden bar. Mm-hmm. Deja's like, yay, Bosco, you're still here. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Bosco says, I feel like Charlie and a chocolate factory. And honestly, in that in that blonde bus driver wig, she does look like Charlie. <laughs> it's totally the 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 Charlie hair, 100 percent So I found that. Amusing. Um, I was feeling amused. Georges is not amused. She's moated. Um, yeah. She is bothered and plucked, and she just is on the couch. I've seen pillows bigger than her on couches. So she kind of just blends, and she's just a mad little pillow. Yes. Little pillow Willow angel. pill and little pillow, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, yeah, Georges is reaching, as we will see in this episode, she's reaching a breaking point. <laughs> she is like, fuck this. Even Georges, who's in the competition, is like, this season is too fucking long. You guys need to get it together. This is too much. Uh, I understand. Were you mad so when they got, brought girls back? Oh, I was always pissed. I was like, w- like when they double saved and Alyssa and Roxy stayed, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like viscerally pissed because I was like counting down the episodes and I was like, I made it another week, one girl gone. And then you get to this point and it's like, oh, good. another. I can only imagine what these girls are going through because there's been so many episodes where nobody has gone home. You just didn't want more episodes because you didn't want to wash your tights. <laughs> like beast. I ever washed my tights on Drag Race. Did, Never once. <laughs> did they do your laundry for you when you asked, or did you have to ask and then wait like uh, seven days to get it back? All I wrinkled in a trash remember. bag. I honestly don't remember. I just wore my dirty laundry on the main stage. How wonderful. I like that sweater no. on you, too. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I see red. Um, so, Bosco. Red zebra. Red Zebra. Bosco is very even keeled about the fact that everybody told her to go home. Um, uh, last she's week. taking the high road here. Uh, she's like, you know what? It's fine, guys. You yeah. you had you had to say a name, and so you did. No hard feelings. She okay. gets it. Um, and I feel oh, like I'd be pissed, and I would carry the shade over into the next scene. Mm-hmm. But and into the next day. But that anger and that pissed offness, that could help you, you know, uh, get off track. You could lose focus. You really need to oh. stay galvanized like Lady Make Camden. Make a t-shirt. Make a t-shirt out of it. What? <laughs> Everyone said I should go home, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Hello? Red, bu- red bubble. Hello, Dragon. Red bubble, are you on it? Gildan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gildar. <laughs> uh, my blouse is by Gildar. Uh, so the next girl the next day the girls are um are just counting counting the girls seven girls but still almost the finale Daya says that she's edging she's gooning and baiting her way to the crown (laughs) I love the gay television we can talk about edging yeah because the straights don't know what that is yet so we're it still gets by the censors Mm -hmm. we live yeah that's Uh, like Talking about sounding, pretty much. So, which Dej- you could probably get away with too. You definitely could. I think sounding is is that's definitely okay to talk about because no one knows what that is in the straight world. Yeah, I think that um, Deja. What has... about sand gay and dumpling gay? Is sand gay the butthole sand thing? See, I was trying to find it and I couldn't find it. Well, you ain't looking hard enough or in the right spots, baby. No, by the time I caught wind of the, this existing, it was already, like, taken down. Like, Sand Gay is ashamed of, of themselves and had it scrubbed from the internet. Girl, no. she exfoliated her own asshole with the fucking beach. I'll talk well, about scrubs. Well, send it to me. She, she messaged us because we talked about it on Sloppy. She hit up in the DMs and was like, I'll be on the podcast. It felt good. Oh. It was three cups of sand. I used a funnel to get it in there. Oh, well, good for her. <laughs> oh. No. Why is that bad? Because sand is like tiny little pieces of like silica and glass. And that can cause like so many contusions and little bad things in the very thin rectum skin. It's not good to put sharp things in your butt and little adjutants because those adjutants can travel in and like getting them out is hard. And the body can treat it like an intruder. I tried silica once. Yeah. I just got a little touch up here and there. Just to, like, give me the extra edge. Uh, (laughs) um, They chat about Georges being a lip-sync assassin, um, even though Deja is like, no, no, Mama, Rue said that to me after one lip-sync, Mama. So I'm... The quote that RuPaul said to Deja was, we might have a lip-sync assassin in our presence. She said... question. She said, might. (laughs) And that my might, dog has mites. That might has um, mighty uh, mighty tones to it because she's mighty not, mighty boss tones. <laughs> she, mighty mighty Bosco tones. She's not saying yes. that Deja was a lip sync assassin. She said this could be, it could be. But Deja's only lip synced once. You can't call a girl a lip sync assassin over a one lip sync. Or maybe twice she's lip synced. No, but. I mean, George's definitely is. George's keeps lip syncing and keeps sending bitches packing. Yes. So, um, RuPaul comes into the workroom and she's not alone. She has brought a beautiful drag queen with her uh, by the name of Norvia. <laughs> we love, we love Big Dipper's typing. Yeah. Big Dipper um, wrote Norvia. Oh, Norvia, is, President ask, Anastasia Beverly Hills. Ask your doctor about Norvia. <laughs> Prescription only, once a day, Norvia. Um, Norvina. Norvina is the Presidente of... The the esteemed makeup company Anastasia Beverly Hills, uh, and she looks sick. She looks. She said, "I'm just getting in drag today." She said, "Put the unit on." She said, "Miles, give me the unit." 
She kind of, I don't, who is she giving? Who's it giving, as Delta Work would say? Wait, 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 wait. Who are you giving, though? I, I'd say it's a little bit Jade Jolie. Oh, it is a little bit Jade Jolie. I, I can, can see Jade see that. in this full look and just yeah. working it. Um, she looks beautiful. And she does. This she looks is, good. This is a good challenge because it involves paint. And it involves a face and, like, makeup skills. So the mini challenge is the girls are painting, repainting, repainting RuPaul and Dolly Parton faces inspired by this big old mural in Asheville, North Carolina. And it's by an artist named Gus Cuddy. It's a really cool picture. Yeah. Um, and the girls are using colors inspired by the ABH Norvina palette. And there's, like, this oversized palette with the paint sitting on it. And Ru tells the girls to split into teams. Yes. And they Deja- just break down the middle. They just say, let's do this three and this four. Literally, the three girls hug up, Deja, Georges, Angeria, and then Camden, Daya, Willow, and Bosco are on the other team. Now, RuPaul throws in a drag you reference. Did you catch it? Walk this way. No, really. Mm-hmm. Walk this way. That's what she did every episode of Drag You. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Can we give a shout out to the art department on this day? Because this makeup, they had to, okay. They had to get like 67 different custom paints made. And these aren't just like, it's not like a makeup palette. It's no, flat. 25. Okay. Well, still, that's a lot. They are buckets of custom paints. And then put them into this really great recreation of a makeup palette. I thought this was beautifully done. I thought it was a great mini challenge. I didn't know it was paint until like they started dipping up into the dippins. Right. And some of the girls were my nail dipping around in the dippins palette. <laughs> um, some of the girls were sloppy with their rushes. They were letting paint get into other colors. Um, but the girls suited mm. up and started uh, slapping that paint on, and the. W- I was mad because I would have been really good at this challenge, I think. Yeah. I would have owned this challenge. I literally have a picture that you drew on my wall of me, and the representation is staggering. Yes. Um, and the, the cum droplets in that piece of artwork are very lifelike. Once Deja drew that, I'm sorry, Deja drawing that penis where RuPaul's nose should be. <laughs> Like what who's who's whose nose is that? Like noses should be at best when you're drawing them in 2D innocuous. Like a nostril, a little bit of a shade. Deja straight a up suggestion. drew a dick and a butt with some titties. There's a every there, I if you look at the nose, you can see breasts, you could see a butt, you can see a penis, you can see everything in this nose. When my mother noticed my nose had breasts, <laughs> she said your be your face is becoming a woman before, woman before my, my very, very eyes. eyes. this yes okay first of all the dolly team uh which they kept saying team dolly and it made me think of dragula like dolly Mm -hmm. um but the dolly team they made the correct decision of doing the light colors first which is what you want to do and then you build your way to the dark to the darker colors. The the RuPaul team started in on eyebrows and eyeliner just first right out of the gate. No, you have to lay down some skin foundation first. Yeah. And do not attempt to do nose contouring with fucking, you can't, you don't have a, they didn't give you a beauty blender 
Mm-mm. a huge beauty blender, which would have been pretty. Um, Rue looks got her bucket. <laughs> and RuPaul's reaction matches that. I love RuPaul's reaction. She's just like, oh, is this what you think I look like? Mm-hmm. And she said, two of you cunts are going home on this day, my dear. God love you, but get the fuck out of my house. Um, We are going to take a break, and the art department is going to get us a huge beauty blender, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, we are back, and the girls are told that the team with four girls who painted Dolly win $1,500 worth of Honest Arsley Beverly Hills products. Now, I'm wondering, and I will find out because that. I am that girl, uh, I wonder if it's retail or if it's what the products actually cost. Because we know what the products actually cost. The products are pennies. Pennies we on the $10. We know we know it's retail, so they'll get a couple pallets and a beauty blender the size of a football. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yes, what a fun prize. And yeah. Team Dolly did a really great job. She looked beautiful. 
Now, for the maxi challenge on this day, we'll be doing a good old-fashioned roast mm-hmm. of Ms. Ross. Yes. Now, uh, you're going to want to sear, sear Miss Ross on all sides, and then we're going to finish her in the oven. Yes. On, uh, what's it called? Broil? Braise? Um, Broiling? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't I cook a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Team Dolly won the mini challenge. So they get to be the casting agency who's in charge of assigning the order of the roast. Mm-hmm. Which... You know, that's a little bit of power. Daya is saying that uh, she would like to know where everybody wants to go. But ultimately, she doesn't care as long as she gets what spot that she wants, which makes sense. Fair enough. And the only but they take that- into to account everyone's sort of input, which is what I would have done. Yeah, it seems like the girls are very fair and um, they're not looking to to handicap or hijack anybody. And the only disagreement is between Camden and and Deja Sky, but Deja's not even in on it. And Camden takes the high road and says, you know what? I'll push myself. I'll go last. I'll close. And yeah. um, she follows her. She follows the, the path, which is probably scarier to her, but has more risk reward uh, quotient, I would say. Total. And Willow is a little thinker bitch. Because she's like, I'll go after Georges because she thinks Georges will know. be good. I mean, if I have to, I guess I could go after her. Fine. If that's the only spot available, like, I'll take a... Mm. <laughs> like, she knows Georges is not going to do great or is banking on it. I mean, there's a lot of girls that 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 you don't think will do great, but they're saved by charisma and charm like Valentina. Like remember her roast? Yes. It didn't flop, and Georges has it a lot suck. of. It doesn't suck. Um, Georges has a lot of that charm, so we'll see what happens. But um, a lot of these girls aren't well versed in joke writing. Right, and Bosco also does not want a repeat of last time, and she says, "Fine, I'll open. It'll be fine." Uh, she doesn't want to fight with anybody, and everyone pretty much gets what they want. Yeah, which is a nice way to set it up. Even playing field, we're going in. Willow has a joke. She says, Ross, I like to pretend that you and Carson are secretly in love, but since you're both loose bottoms, you have sex by leaning against opposite sides of a couch and running backwards. I'm trying to picture what this... does. Is the couch going inside the anus? Yes. Is couch gay going to be the next Twitter trend? (laughs) But I don't understand why they would be leaning on the couch. Wouldn't they start like five paces from the couch and then run back onto it? I took 15 steps back to diving <laughs> this good hot, good hot pussy. couch. <laughs> My pronouns are GHP, good hot pussy. <laughs> um, Deja is laughing at herself, probably. Um, thinking She's that doing she... the Alyssa Edwards. Oh, You hear that? That's rubbing your hands together. We had a great time writing the roast on season five. And there were some jokes because it was the first roast. And we were like, oh, we're going to. we." So we literally, Detox and I were like writing jokes in our notebook and like passing it over and showing each other. <laughs> like really, like we knew we couldn't say it on the TV show. Like really fucked up shit. How many T-cell jokes? <laughs> 
you know that was the Girl, angle? Girl, because we all you know had, we have angle? all sang the song. RuPaul's AIDS race. May the last T-cell, last T-cell win. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Offensive jokes is the name of the game, but yes. it's also um it's really about structure. The joke the jokes of roasts are really it's a simple structure. A setup, a knockdown, a punchline, move on. Yeah. So let's see how these girls do. They get to have a little rehearsal boot scoot with Michelle Visage and Dulce Sloan. Can we get Dulce Sloan on the pod? Um, Did you watch The Great North? No. She's a honeybee on it. It's really funny. Great North and Human Resources are probably my favorite cartoons right now. They're so great. And Bob's Burgers, of course. But um, Great North is so funny. Um, there is there's a talent to roast where if you're like dry and sardonic and kind of like, mm, <laughs> like that, it doesn't necessarily always translate well into roast and Michelle is trying to explain that to Bosco. Yeah. And um the energy aspect of it and opening you to have like a a low like a low energy opener is kind of like, you know, a buzzkill and I think Michelle is trying to um get Bosco better prepared for it and Dulce is like you chose to go first. I like going first. I don't mind it because then I'm done and I can get twisted in the back and go through I don't girl either. Shit. Yeah. I, as you saw at Drag Show at heart, I love to go first. It's how I used to do it at the Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really prefer it. And I did it on the roast on season five. And then they were like, mm, you would have been, you would have, you would have done better if you didn't go first. So we forgot about you. Uh-huh. Did you win or did Jinx win? Uh, I believe Coco Montrese won. Oh, yeah. RuPaul's cousin. Yes. Her play cousin. That her was play funny. cousin. Um, Willow, they tell her, use an economy of words. Which uh, I've never heard that words. phrase. And Michelle paraphrases that and says, be succinct. Um, be succinct. I was, uh, I was on Bob's Purse First Impressions yesterday, and I... Mm. You can catch that live. Um, I, I noted that, like, I feel like roasts and jokes and stand-up is rewarded even more so where if you use few words but can still get a joke in like it's funnier like brevity is the soul of wit and all that like there's sure if you can do it fast and funny even better than slow and funny i think you know because that means there's more room for more jokes and i think especially on tv because Everything is cut down to you. You really are, have less like a minute or less of things that are going to be shown. So, yes, it definitely pays to to be fast, which I've always done in my career. <laughs> Girl, Angeria is doing this thing where she's coming in and this is how you want to go into a room if you're an actor or you're looking for a job. Fucking start with the charm. She's she's yeah. having like the funny part is before she even starts reading her joke, she's just yeah. kiki and caterwauling with the girls. Nap and- time is over, ladies. Let's tell some jokes. <laughs> Daya gets good feedback. Deja is told you need funny jokes and don't do that first one. Like literally, she opened with a joke which was like not funny, and they're like, yeah. don't do that one. <laughs> Mama, don't do all that. Don't do all that. Baby, don't do all that. Um, Lady Camden is told to cut this joke about 
Ross's butthole echoing back gayer responses when she yells in it. And yeah. I I kind of like I like the idea of it. I'm not in love with the actual joke of it, but we'll see how she twists that later. Um Georgia's She twists it. She twists. She twists. She tore. Um also isn't the farts having a lisp? Isn't that the same as Detox's joke about um Leslie Jordan's asshole having a lisp? I mean, all all these jokes are recycled. Uh, you know, reduce, reuse. Um, I think drag queens have been doing that since the dawn of time. When you Donna Time, that's a really good drag name. That is a great name, Donna Time. <laughs> She's like a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, do you think that Georges is is um in the know that this is her last episode? Because they she keep giving challenges which she it. does not excel in. You know. She's over it. She, she, I think she just sees the writing on the wall. She's like, I've lip synced a whole bunch of times. And now we're going into a challenge where this is not my bag, dude. And she honestly, I think she wants to go home and smoke a joint and get fucked. And she's like, fuck this. This is too, this is, I'm, I'm not. And everyone, when you get in that headspace, everyone is like, no, baby, no, you, no, just don't give up. And she's like, fuck that. I'm done here, dude. I get it, you know? I respect. Once once you start wearing the same wig again, we can tell you don't care anymore. <laughs> and George just puts on her entrance hair and goes on stage for this challenge. Um and she's getting ready and she's telling everybody that she feels awful and she's not looking forward to the challenge at all. Um, yeah. And she can't seem to find the motivation. This is, um, this is all Daya's makeup sponge, her extra makeup sponge, looks like it soaked up something that ate it from the inside. Is this how, For- I don't have a beauty blender. Is this how they end up looking usually? Or did she chew on this? Or did it get caught in a wheel of her suitcase? Why does it look like this? Did she bite it? it? dragged along the Detroit airport floor. <laughs> that bridge that goes underneath the terminals. Ooh, I love that one. Um, Makeup, listen. Ma- beauty blenders have a tendency to get gross. I... I wash mine every time because then you dry it off and it has a little bit of moisture left and that helps the beauty come in. Oh. You... Excuse the beauty. It <laughs> helps the beauty to wash it every time. Are you? I don't understand using a beauty blender that is like hard and old because it's literally just like dragging something hard across your face. It doesn't really do a lot. Well, I'm sold. Dragging something hard, slapping something hard across your face. Bitch, I, uh. Why uh, did Bosco need a, a beauty blender now? I mean, it's been, it's been 45 months that they've been there and she just now needs one? Maybe because she was doing, wait. No. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe she lost her sponge. I, it got uh, caught under the wheel of a suitcase. <laughs> We're going to take a break and um, try to find something to soak all up all this knowledge we're dropping. Well, we'll take a break on that one. Soak it up. First, the bad news. 
SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Oh my gosh. An angel has been sent from heaven and her name is RuPaul. RuPaul on this main stage. Mama. Baby. And when and when baby. the li- and when the lights Sweetie. go backlit and she does the with the Honey. sleeves. Honey. This got a reaction in the room. I watched it precinct. This got a uh, just a gasp and a and, a, and a, a scream and a you know people were fainting. I mean, it was just there was a huge reaction. This is a great look. Such an event. Mm-hmm. I wish the neckline was a little lower, but like I'm not complaining at all. These earrings, we know Rue loves a drop hoop, a drop front facing hoop, she and looks- they never turn. It's because they're front facing and all that hair is behind it. It's not, they're not like a um, front facing camera. No, you know how when you put a post on, it's like the front of it. Okay. And like, you know, you have your hair behind it. So you just turn it once and then it won't turn. They're fucking cool. Those earrings are not for turning. Mm -hmm. She took all the ISIS wings off. Zaldi said, Give me those ISIS wings, baby. Took some scissors and fucking crafted this gorgeous golden goddess disco queen moment. Yeah, I don't know any girl that wouldn't want to wear this in some form or another. And RuPaul loves saying, may the best woman win. She loved doing that today, honey. Dulce Sloan looks beautiful. That little pop of orange glitter that Jen put on her. Lovely. And Howie B on the look. Howie did Dulce's dress? Yes. Oh my God, she looks so radiant, so gorgeous. Yeah, how he's killing it. Um, Let's the- get this roast to cook in. <laughs> now, it's a shame Ross lost so much weight because, like, that closes down a whole thing of fat jokes. Wow. Okay. What? It does. That, like, it narrows the joke scope and that makes it harder for these girls. Um, Bosco comes out first and she says, why aren't you cheering girls? Because in the workroom, Deja promised to clap for all the girls, even if they weren't funny. And, right. Uh, and, and laugh. So Maybe she was just wearing a glove and it just, it just made the clapping silent. Something. Uh, Bosco's in this like Hot Topic Sum 41 Cruella DeVille hybrid look. I feel like it needs more accessories, like a, a lapel pin, something to drag it up a little bit because it just feels like cute real girl style. And I would have loved a white eyebrow on the black hair side and a black eyebrow on the white hair side. Oh, that's clever. Like something cool like that because the wig to me just looks a little... I don't know. I like it, but like it... 
it comes down over the ear. It it doesn't look like it fits her head. It, it looks like her head is swimming in it, and the hairline's really low. Or maybe that's her, her eyebrows high. It's not my favorite look from Bosco, but she is very funny, and um, she delivers. It's- yeah, the look. I mean, I do want to take a second to talk about the looks because me too. Some because to me, like roast has a certain is a category in and of itself. To me, roast to me says classic silhouette, sort of cocktails, sort of right, like cigarettes and like a whiskey tumbler. Yeah, something. It's harkening back to a time of like classic television. Yeah, you you need a look that's okay to sit in and an okay thing to move in. It doesn't need all the bells and whistles. It shouldn't be um it shouldn't be the main event of the thing. Your joke should be and your performance yes. should be. It's not about the clothes. So going with just like a classic sort of simple thing mm-hmm. is the way to go for me at a roast. Um whereas Bosco, I mean the hair is fucking distracting. It's like a huge This would be great for a runway, and I wish she would have saved it for one. But again, these girls have been there for fucking 47 years, and they're all out of clothes. She looks cool. Yeah, she's fine. And the joke's really funny. I mean- Very funny stuff. Sucking Georges' youth out of her. Um, I think that RuPaul would do that if she could, so that's why it's funny. Um. Georges comes on strong and she looks like she's going to be a good time. And then it kind of, it doesn't peter out and it's amusing, but they don't do her any favors. Like they, the parts where you, you move the card and then you go to the next card. They actually (laughs) show her doing that. And that's like during snatch game when they did her dirty with the intro where she likes wags her tongue and then she stops and then does it again. Like, they're not they're not helping her with this edit. They're making it clear that she's green and she's young. Um, and I don't love that because I like her, but it is television. Um, what did you think of George's set? I will say that in the room, George's was getting some chuckles. Yeah. I, I it was so- clear that we were being, you know, it was being broadcast and we were being told that she was not doing well. But like her the jokes that did get featured were actually, you know, get chuckle worthy. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> she calls I just me- like that she started with hello you nasty bitches. <sighs> yes. And I love that she does this thing with the hair. It's sort of like Cher, but also Selena. She's like Cher Lena. She's like, <laughs> like, I love that. I mean, hair is a security blanket and girls play with it when they don't know what to do for sure. Yes. You know, if you don't know what you're doing on stage, hair flip for sure. <laughs> she takes the hair and goes, <laughs> it's already behind her and she does like this hair flip smooth. I, I love, love her. It. She looks like She's the most popular girl at Euphoria High. I live for her. She's um, a gorgeous woman. And now what was interesting to me was in Untucked, they showed a couple of moments that they didn't show here mm-hmm. where she really was like completely mispronouncing people's names. Like she called Bosco Brosco and like just was really nervous and stumbling over things. They didn't include that in the main edit, which I thought was kind, oh, which I thought was nice. But I because, don't understand like, why they didn't if they were already dogging her out with, with everything else. 
I think the moral of the story with this season is they aren't going out of their way to completely humiliate these queens. They're not maxing them. Right. They could, but I think this season, because there's so many challenges where over and over, it's like, everybody kind of did good. And that is... That comes down to the editing room because they can make you look like a gutter fucking, they can make you look like a fool. And they didn't in in this case at all. And, um, but because Georgia's got some chuckles, but it was clear that she was nervous and not really like in her element. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what Willow Pill brought to the, the dais. I thought that she was very funny. Um, she did tighten it up. It wasn't all rambly, rambly, ramblisha. Yes. And Willow looks great in this look. She this- said, I'm not going to do a look that draws attention. I'm just going to do a classic. She's got this um, Catherine O'Hara kind of red kind of hair. Mm, gorgeous. She's giving me young Marsha Cross. <laughs> I'm not cross about this look. Uh... <laughs> Angeria, I thought was charming. I love this look for a roast because, you know, this is like a, a tits up bus shot and she's got this off the shoulder, the little bit of feather, the hair is mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, the set, the set is eh, funny-ish. Yeah, and they say she doesn't have pun- punchlines, but this is one of those cases of the charisma really coming through because she was still funny and really charming. Yeah, like laugh out loud funny. I thought she was great. The The room that I was in thought she was funny. Um, yeah. Gen- generally, I'd say like eight, eight, seven or eight out of ten for, for Angeria. And Angeria has gone into this whole competition sort of like, she's like, I'm from the beginning. She was like, I may be thrown into situations where it's not my comfort zone and it's not something I've done before, but I'm still going to go into it and like give it my thing. And she definitely executes that here. Um, she's charming. She's funny. She's gorgeous. What do you think of Daya's look for the roast? Bob We've said this got... was his favorite look out of all of them. And I was like, what? Okay. Uh, for me? Um, it. I mean, it's cool. It has this sort of, you know, skull kind of... Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, like a uh, uh, brooch. If Sally got a job cameo. at a call-in center, if who? <laughs> if Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas yes. got a job at a call-in center, the hair is the hair is cute. We haven't seen this on her before. Um, the stockings are, you know, cool. I mean, it's cool. It's very diabetic. It's not reinventing the wheel for her by any means. It looks like a Monsters High doll, but the principal at Monsters High. <laughs> Yeah. I just wish that those barrettes on the side of her head were evenly spaced. That's all I want. Like, there's mm. a crooked one, and I just want to fix it for her. It's really distracting me. And period. That's it. Diabetti, I mean, we are being shown that she takes a very long time to get to the punchlines. And then kind of the punchlines aren't strong enough to warrant such a big lead up. That's yeah. the problem. They cut away to the girls just deadpanning like they're um, waiting for their uh, hot pocket to cook. Willow's face all during of, this whole ass rose. All of their faces except for Deja. Deja's the only one who was sisterly and agreed to laugh and <laughs> smile at everybody. Angeria's that looking. That would be me. Angeria's got this look like, really, bitch? 
<laughs> Angeria is like, she looks like um, Kristen Wiig when she has food poisoning in Bridesmaids. <laughs> Honestly. Like she is about to like literally vomit and just hunched over and like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Deja Sky um, opens with a terrible joke. What, I forget what it is, but I remember it's the joke that they told her not to use. And then Didn't they cut to Michelle it? just blinking. Yeah, it's Diabetti um, is Bigfoot. Betty? Yeah. Now, I will say, Dia looks uh, like what a five-year-old would draw if you asked them to draw Bigfoot. Or a big foot. Yeah. I do like, I do okay. like, now, I, I like thing. the joke, but it's just the way she delivered it. It's like she was like, saying it for um, closed captioning so they would get it exactly. And it just wasn't funny how she delivered it. It's a funny joke, but it's all in the delivery. I think it is very, uh, I thought it was very apparent that they sucked all of the audio out from underneath her. They literally gave crickets. They put crickets in the edit for her. That was was me. (laughs) Oh, got it. <laughs> they, they could. They, I mean, basically they did, though, because they sucked out every other audio track. There is not a breath of air aside from her words, which I would argue if you edit it, it's sort of like Pheromones Roast, where there's a there's a, a clip of it where the um they edited laughter into it mm-hmm. and like laughing responses. Yeah. And it actually is really funny. I would wager to say if you edit it in some laughter and some reaction shots of like <laughs> from the from the panel, I think this would be delivered as funny. I mean, and I would also wager, and I I want the uh, I want people who are tech savvy out there to do this. <laughs> I want you to take the funniest comedy set, like take Monique from Queens of Comedy where she's talking about anal sex and like and like fingering and like getting fucked in the ass. Take that if and you don't suck out all will. the audience audio and cut to people sucking a lemon and just sort of deadpanning. And I bet you would be like, oh, wow, it's really not funny, huh? The reactions are everything. But I'm just so, right from the get, I wish that she had like, Something with like a blue pattern in it too, because you can mix patterns, but when you mix two, it just looks weird. You need three in there. Always with odds numbers. Like the blue of her eyeshadow, if she had like a blue belt that was that color, this could have made this hodgepodge look work. This wig is drier than Bosco's sense of humor. Oh my God. The bangs need to be fixed. I love it. Would I wear it? Yes. Would I brush it out first? Yes. Would I brush it out in front of a light so I could see all the things that are flying out of it? No. It's it is sort of it is a very time and a place wig. It's very like eighties kind of like Judith Light on like who's the boss, mm-hmm. which is a vibe. But then you've got like the really the bold patterns and another bold pattern, and then you've got a motorcycle glove, which takes it like if we're going for like Judith Light in the 80s, she's not wearing motorcycle gloves. So there was like, there were choices here that were distracting and probably didn't help her. I definitely agree with all of that. Let's introduce our next entertainer. Now, this queen needs no introduction. This was the funniest Funny. part when she did that. When Deja's, from something. 
We've all done it. We have all done it. <laughs> I mean, leave a party while it's still fun. You know, Amy Vodkahouse did once when she was mad at Veruca and had she, to introduce she, her. She called her Fred. No, <laughs> she, she did. Well, yes. She said, next up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. then walked on stage. <laughs> rude. Rude, uh, rude, rude. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What do we think of Camden's look? Again, for me, going classic is always going to be better. This is very, like, I mean, she looks cool. She looks sporty. She looks ready for, like, roller derby, not a roast. Um, I disagree. I think it's young. I think it's cute. I think that, um, I I think it's, I would wear it. I would, I would almost wear the whole thing. Would, I would you wear, wear it to pieces. a roast? Yes. I mean, my favorite okay. roast picture of me is a short skirt with boots and knee-high socks sticking out. And great big hair and a scarf in it. Like I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to be cocktail classic um, for a roast. I, I do. Think... Okay. <laughs> I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she looks cool as fuck, and this outfit is very you. Yeah, I feel like it's cute for that... you. I. <laughs> I don't love the black root next to like pale, pale skin. I think a brown root's always more flattering, but like brown roots are hard to come by sometimes. Um, I think her makeup's beautiful. I do love that she says there before the grace of gaze go Michelle. Yes. Which is something that is true. <laughs> and I thought the call and response into Ross's asshole runner jokes, I thought they were funny and they were getting laughs you know, in the room. You know what? Bob and I both agreed that it was funny. And the the it's Britney bitch. That was hilarious. That's really funny. Like, the fact that they were dogging her out for that. It's like, I, I, we know why Michelle has the job. It's not because she reached some huge echelon in the entertainment industry like her friend RuPaul. She's done a little bit of everything. Pretty okay. Mm -hmm. But for her to be giving directives on jokes... I, I don't think that that's fair because most of the stuff that she says is written by writers. Okay. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't take advice from her necessarily every time, all the time. Deja should have. Should Camden? No. You know, Camden did well in her roast. I think she was prepared. I think she had a lot of great jokes. And it's very clear that the opener and the closer in this were the two girls to be reckoned with. Totally. And it wasn't until the critiques that I even realized that, oh, they're telling us that the joke about the asshole response isn't funny. But it was funny. So it it was. And the buildup to it was exactly how you would do in a roast. There were three buildups. It was yeah. it was textbook and I think it was great, but they need something to like not give her the win. I get that. Because the story of Bosco getting almost sent home and then winning is way more, you know, uh galvanizing. Is galvanizing the right word for that? I don't know. We're going to take a break and look it up. A dragonfly. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We are back and. Remember to stream Catwalk by RuPaul, because this song is the, is the Catwalk Runway song. Let's get into this runway. Um, too, too much. Team Too, Too Much. The first girl to slay the stage is a Bosco. Yeah. Bosco! She's wearing Marco Marco. Mm. Ooh. And the, there's like blood spattered rhinestones from saw blades on her shoulders, one cutting her wig in half and this perfect curl that's like split in the middle, like Doctor Who, um, evil horns. Mama. I love this. There's saw blades on her heels and it may not be a tutu, but it definitely gives the shape and the feel of a tutu, but with like her gore glam edge to it. I'm here for this. Yeah, it's really cool. The hair is split with a saw blade right down the middle. She's giving Buzz Saw Ballerina, which is the mm-hmm. name of um, Jeffree Star's new makeup palette, Buzz Saw Ballerina. Um, really? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. How wonderful for her. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, she looks really cool. Uh, and the shoe detail, it's really, the details are really in it with this. And her makeup is really fucking cool with the red eyes and the blood drips. Yeah, cool. and she may not wear a lot of clothes, but the clothes she wears, I like. Yeah, I agree. She's she's doing great. Bosco comes out as um, a little. Oh, sorry, Georgias. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to is, think of. It's kind of like Madonna when she wears the short black wig and she's like the stripper in the like. Open your heart video. Yeah, it's very that. I'm. I. It was giving me like. Patrick DeMarchelet or however you say his name, like the Versace era with the models and the biker hats and the Versace like 90s black and white or maybe it's Herberts, I don't know. But like the boot is cute. Is it giving me tutu? No. No. It's giving me pu- it's giving me puffy dress with a biker jacket. Yeah. Like tutu, tutu is not even on the docket if you said give me three words that would describe this look. Yeah. She looks cool. I mean... Uh... I think this yeah, is not she looks cool. She looks great. This is not one of her strongest looks, and I think she knows that. And I think mm-hmm. that like she's it's towards the end. You are running out of clothes at this point. But she did a great job of like differentiating herself and not just being like, I'm gonna wear a, a fluffy dress. I'm gonna choose to style it with the juxtaposition of the biker and the kakataka. Mm-hmm. Now, fluffy dress is also something that could be used to describe Willow's look because Willow Pill comes out in this tiered crinolined gown. Um, it's it's also not giving me tutu. What tutu is, is, is tutu? very specific. Tutu is something that co- goes out more than Straight. it goes down. It goes it, it goes out and the width is more than the length always with a tutu. Like it's the the width is always more than how how much of a drop it has mm. if all of this train was off of it and it was a little more supported underneath this would be tutu boots i i do love this look from her um yeah the prosthetics look great from the front when you go to the close up the cheekbone one looks like it was put on with a fork <laughs> but um 
I don't mind. I like that she took a risk and gave us something different that we haven't seen. I think she looks beautiful. Does it give me tutu if I were to describe it in three words? No. What about the one but, around her neck? Because there's a tool piece around her neck. Is that a tutu? A tutu doesn't go around your neck. That's called a collar. For me, it could go anywhere. It is a tutu. Just because you put it around your neck doesn't... Maybe it does. I don't know. For you. And... Put it around your neck! <laughs> She's I'll, giving... It, more queens of comedy. Is this guy... <laughs> <laughs> Is it kind of like it's it kind of reminds me of uh uh the the mom from Shits Creek a little bit. Mm. It's Moira Rose. Moira. Yeah, because it's black and white. She's got the like black and white hair, overly pumped face. She can't wait to see how this turns out because she has the opera glasses. Uh the gloves match the boot. The and she she loves to just add one of those super Instagrammable details, super TV friendly, super social media friendly. And she takes those fucking cheek pieces and those fucking lip pieces and just glues them the fuck on and makes this instantly like uh, something you want to fucking look at more. It looks like she's surged for the gods, which, as we know, is is not something that anyone on the panel has no surgery especially michelle <laughs> like when she any. said when she said that i was like a you're breaking the rules of comedy it's always yes and encourage the girls to go with it like further them don't go i don't have any literally the producers of rupaul's drag race produced a show about you getting your tits ripped out called explant you do have plastic surgery and the first person i got my lips done her name's was recommended by you, Michelle. <laughs> like, not that she's listening. So she does have surgery. The fact... I don't understand why she... Why they use that with her saying no when it's such a well-known fact and acting like she didn't. It made no sense. I don't understand the edit in that. And, like... No. It just makes her look like an even... It, it shows that... It shows the hypocrisy. That is very clear. And the edit doesn't... You know, as many favors as it... Doesn't do for the girls. It doesn't do just as many for Michelle I, sometimes. I just love being in a roast that someone makes a joke about you and you just go, no, that's not true. No. Like, it's the opposite of how you respond. The opposite. Like, where is no, her Where is her that's game? That's actually not true, though. <laughs> it's really funny. Next up, we have Angeria Paris Van Michaels. Okay. Um who is giving us lime green chartreuse neon fucking 47 ruffles going down the gown. Yeah, this isn't a tutu at all. Uh, I do like the shoulder cutout. Or is it a glove that... I'm not sure what it is. I I like the, the arms of it. <laughs> um, but if, if all of the ruffles were under that first ruffle, it could have been a tutu. If she pulled it all up, and then, like, at the end of the runway, she turned it into a gown. Mm. That would have been cool. Okay. Like, you know how, like, um, there's that top hat or the cowboy hat in Legendary that becomes the gown as soon as the brim of the hat hits the floor? Mm -hmm. Like, something like that would have been cool. Like, oh, I came out in this ugly-ass lime green tutu, and then it became a gown. Yeah. But I think the presentation of that could have helped this, but she's walking puddles. On the runway, she's selling it. She looks beautiful. The hair is gorgeous. The hair is coiffed, honey. Just shiny. And then she turns around and there's a little bit of like auburn in the tips and the underlayers. She looks great. Mm -hmm. 
but Tutu? Okay, so would you just want everyone to... I mean, it would be Night of a Thousand Ballerinas if everyone just wore a straight-out Lady Camden tutu, right? No, it wouldn't. You need to find a way to, like, approach it from another angle. Like, for me, what I would have done for tutus is I would have done, like, something, like, monochromatic, and then I would have had twos all over the dress and, like, a two around my eye or something. Like, I would have, like, taken it, like... To a diff to a, th- a level which had some thought, not just ooh, I'm gonna put fluffy stuff on and pretend that it fits a tutu category, right. because that's what half these girls did. Okay, like look what Bosco did. That required thought and creativity, and, and it was a tutu it wasn't silhouette, just, and it wasn't an actual tutu, but it gave the silhouette, and you 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 saw what it was. Bosco understood the assignment and executed it. You know, tens, elevens, even yes. Um, Di- Diabetti looks beautiful. She can't walk in these shoes to save her fucking life. Well, she's though. being and careful so- because she fell when she was wearing the Lady Gaga. Well, careful is one thing, but when careful reads as unconfident, that's another thing. And her every step feels trepidatious and calculated, and she's not flowing on the runway. It looks like every step might be her death. I love the clip of someone... someone- played her voiceover and they're like who was doing the audio editing on this because the words are very clipped together and down to the syllable i saw it this morning it's cut cut chop chop listen? this entire outfit is made out of recycled materials the jacket is a thrifted jacket the crown is a duct tape roll covered in construction paper i'm wearing 11 inch platform heels this takes me from 6'3 to 7'3 well 7 too if you do the math correctly but who's good at math uh my eyes are up they put an inch platform heels heels. (laughs) they literally took her interview and put it in a slap chop and then just emptied it out because it's so cut up down to the syllable i don't understand why this was necessary at all it was distracting um and if you're listening editors over there across the street I I'll send some timestamps and we can fix it for next episode. I have a feeling she was trying to give the <laughs> message of like the recycled material. So she like described each one in length. And so they just had to cut all that out, but it was so <sighs> wild. It's yeah. really wild. Was the crown giving anybody else Ajita that it was just going to fall off with every step because it was uh, just like bobbing, bobbing and weaving Steven. Okay. Now what about the look? Is it a tutu to you? To yes. you? Is it yes. tutu you? Is it a tutu? Uh, Desmond tutu. Um, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I liked the color story. It was soft, which isn't something we usually see from Daya. I like the like yeah. the frizzle frazzle baby hairs. Um, I think she looks beautiful. Yeah, she does look really pretty. This is I'm. It is still in her brand and in her wheelhouse, but it is a slightly different moment. Distress crystal. Distressed crystal. Because it is crystal. distressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more distressed. Okay. Uh, next up is Deja Sky. Girl, she got your hair on from promo. Mama. <laughs> For sure. This is Rue's promo hair from two seasons ago. Damn. Um, uh, this, this dress is... Is it giving you two too? Okay, it's not giving tutu, but she does look really beautiful. I I would argue that this is 
her best look. One of the best looks she's done the whole season. Honestly, like the hair, everything matches for once. Like it's all in the same color story. Like usually she'll do like a pastel color story. Pastel princess. uh And then the hair will be like a dishwater pastel and it's not Mm -hmm. in the same like family. Um, This all is in the same family. It's beautiful. I don't love the choker, but um, I don't know. I've, I'm not going to split hairs on it. The, does it fit well? No, it doesn't. Is it a tutu? No. Okay. Is it is it simpler than a lot of the other girls' runways? Yes. This does is, she look beautiful? Yes. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Uh. But I love it on her. I think she looks great. Uh, and finally, we have Lady Camden. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Who's giving, I mean, this is a classic silhouette of the ballet tutu. This is like a Degas tutu. He used to paint ballerinas a lot. And this is Mm -hmm. how the tutu is, you know, it's got to be wider than it is long. And this is a tutu. She looks beautiful. These appliques, the applique on her back, who put that there? Which girl helped her with that? Mama, baby. the nude shoe matches perfectly to her skin. She looks divine. She looks beautiful. She looks like Arch. Like she's painted like a hero, but she also could be a villain. Yes. I love these barnacle rhinestone appliques all over her body. That takes it from, oh, I'm just being a ballerina to I'm doing drag here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks really, really great. She's really putting her dance training to work. And uh, and there's a reason they put her last and they put Bosco first because they had a similar tutu interpretation with the shape and the ballerina-esque moment. Oh, you mean they were the only ones that followed the fucking directive? Did you want Night of a Thousand Ballerinas? No, but I wanted Night of a Thousand Tutus. I wanted more than two tutus because that's all we got is two tutus. I wanted three tutus. <laughs> it's also their rust order. Uh... Wow, that's the Lord at work. <laughs> that is the Lord. At, that's the synchronicity. The Lord is at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so these judges give the girls some, you know, little notes. Uh, and they basically agree with us. <laughs> Everything that we said. Yeah. I mean, we covered a lot of the critiques. Um, the judges lived for Bosco. They thought yeah. they thought this um, was a great redemption for last week when she should have been um, sent home. Um, and RuPaul does the classic thing that we all know that we do to girls. Do you have fun up there? <laughs> and Georgia said no. Right, Georgia's is ready to go. She's she honestly, I I feel like her makeup's packed and she's just got to put her lashes in and then she's good. <laughs> You know when you pack your makeup before the gig and then you're like, you just leave out your lash case? Yeah. That's Georgia's right now. She's leaving out the lash. For sure. And and she says that she was ready to burst into tears right before her set, which I will, to her credit, say that didn't show. Because no, at all. she was still very, like, she was still very charming. And if she was panicked and, like, spiraling, she did a good job of hiding it. Honestly, the, one of the first rules about drag is selling it. Like, the audience doesn't know what you're going through. Just sell it. Something and for sale. Something for sale. Something for sale. Something for sale. Sit on the corner selling something for sale. Uh, but RuPaul does ask Willow the same question, to be fair. Did you have fun up there? And Willow says she was terrified. But everyone is urinating over this look. 
They love the lips. They don't talk yeah. about how um, shoddily it's applied. Um, I'm sure Gabe had some words. <laughs> I'm sure he did because she Gabe is never not one to talk about a prosthetic, and he is one of the funnier people that I know. But the, yes, it's true. And what this do you is, say? <laughs> but this is one of those cases where, like, they really filter some shit on the runway. Uh, d- like, they can make you look uglier by just not putting on the beauty filter. Like, uh, watching the show, the prosthetics really were very passable. And- they were. There was only one shot, which was a three-quarter, and it showed the side of the cheekbone prosthetic. And then if you zoom in on the lip, I thought the prosthetics were great until Bob pointed out to me on the purse first thing. He's like, oh, they were terrible. And I was like, okay, Bob. Um, we all saw your makeup. Oh. Um, <laughs> but those filters go a long way and it's another layer of the editing. Like if they are saying you did bad this week, like if you Willow did the badly, they would just turn down the beauty filter and you would really see how crunchy the sort of application is. It's like they don't care about the girls and they care more about their TV show. Oh, wait. Um, oh, right. I have a question. <laughs> paying um, them a fair wage indicated that. Never mind. They had to do the roast and then go back and update their makeup or do whatever. So Willow already had a beat on and then either had to like take makeup off and apply the prosthetic. That's on very top true. Of, so In that's probably time. why it was less applied. I, just, I would just hate to do a roast in the morning. Nobody wants to do an <laughs> afternoon roast because the thing is you need to start drinking and doing drugs and putting on music and you're getting ready times and all those things and then yeah. like ordering dinner, deciding, and then having a little snack and then going to the other girls' dressing rooms. That's how you do a roast. And then yeah. you see, you, you know, um, and then it's always nice to have like Mimi there stealing some girls' jokes um, and, you know, an enemy to unite against. Uh, Deja Smoking is red. Smoking indoors. For, <laughs> yeah, very that. During it. Yeah. Yeah. Deja is red for the fit of her dress and it being tool, but not tutu. I think a lot of these girls took tutu and took it to tool. Um, right. Which didn't they just do tool on I feel something? Like, I feel like they did a tool on something. I love a tool on me. Um, Deja doesn't consider herself a comedian, but RuPaul says, yeah, but we are all clowns. Aww. Do you remember a few seasons ago when was it Violet who's like, no, <laughs> I'm when not a clown. Somebody said something about a clown, and Violet was like, no. It's true, it and not all drag queens identify with the fucking clown thing. Like, I get it in in show business, and especially on Drag Race. Like, even RuPaul, who is the sort of, like, austere, like, hostess at the center of it, she is very, like, a cartoon character and is is willing to, to go there. So she does clown around. But not every drag queen is thrilled with the term clown. Yeah, and like, that's I, valid. I wouldn't call, you know, Mimi Marks or Naomi Smalls a clown. They're not clowns. No. Not, I would never, you know. Models, women, statuesque. You can't use the word, you can't not use the word statuesque. (laughs) Disgusting them. The funny thing is about um, Lady Camden being told that, uh, you know, you did the joke we we told you not to do, but it was a good set, was RuPaul thought it was funny enough that it became the bring back my girls, 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 girls. Right, the echo. Everything Michelle says is not Bible, 
And maybe she's saying some stuff just because they need negative things for all the girls. And maybe she said negative things for all the girls. And the only thing that they aired for Camden was that because her set was pretty tight. Um, I think it's pretty clear that either Bosco or Camden will win this from the runway and the main challenge. But the winner is declared as Bosco. She wins $5,000. Yes. $5,000. The safe girls are Lady Camden, Willow Pill, and Angeria. Which leaves the bottom three, and I was expect when when Rue did the whole blah 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 for Dia Georges mm-hmm. and Deja, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and then she's gonna say, Deja Sky, you're safe, or you know, and she didn't. She just says, all, all three, three of you are lip syncing, and then two queens will be asked to sashay away. So these girls know going into it. Oh, hallelujah, here we go. And then the song choice is Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Nick was saying he was at a viewing party and he really had to pee. And he was like, oh, but I can't miss the lip sync. And then they announced the song. And he was like, I'll be back. Daya's staying. Okay. Uh, because it's a Daya Betty song. It's very clear this was a Daya song. This is a Daya Betty um, song. Diabetica. I understand. I understand why they chose this song because she is the antagonist of the season and they need to keep her around. I've said it before and I'm saying it again. Agitatra. Um, uh-huh. I thought the lip sync was banal. <laughs> Lauren Banal, friend of the pod. <laughs> um, I wasn't entertained. I oh. I would have I would have tipped them. I would have told yeah. them to do better. <laughs> oh my god. That would have been my tip. Um I, I just didn't think it was good. But at least we have a top five because Georges and Deja Sky are told to sashay away. And their exit interview, they're clearly ready to hit the drive-thru and the dispensary. Oh, they are ready they're to hit ready. it. They are ready they're to ready hit They're ready to do it. so, honey. And Georges was giving, like... Georges wasn't giving, like, the third number at a brunch. She was giving, like, curtain call at a brunch. <laughs> she was just <laughs> sort of like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I she knew she was, was a- go- she was done. I don't understand why Deja, why uh, Diabetti had to change shoes since she stayed in the same spot oh, yeah, for most shoes. of it with her knock knees. Um, she was giving Disney girl legs, very angsty. Like, yeah. I, I just was nonplussed by the whole lip sync. I don't see any of these girls wanting to perform this song on the road. You know, it wasn't like that kind of triumphant lip sync where a girl was like, oh, I'm going to do this at Roscoe's. No. It wasn't that at all. It was a formality. Yeah. Did you watch Untucked or was that a formality? Um, I did. Uh, did you? No. Good. Because uh, <laughs> if you started now, I would be alarmed. Why would you? I, I watched the best episode of the season. Both of them. This is your moment. I want you to have it. That one? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Dulce visits the girls. Um, uh, Little pep talk. That's nice. We love that. Uh, um, Georges is like, well, talking about the roast, she's like, well, the roast is over and I'm at peace with that. It's over and that's the important thing. It's all over. <laughs> she just keeps like, she is done. She is ready to like, this is the equivalent of when when the queen is, the number isn't over, but she's they've stopped tipping and she's over it. She goes to the top of the stage, kisses the fingers, does two-piece signs, tongue between the teeth, and then leaves. Mid song. Girl, I had I had to yell at a DJ in Salt Lake. There was so much cash on the floor and my song stopped and I was like, spin it back. And then he looked at the promoter to like get her okay. And I was like, spin it back. <laughs> we did some spinning and, back at drag show. Uh-huh. 
with Roger. Yeah, we definitely did. Yes. We had a great night at Drag Show. Spin it back. We'll talk about it on Hot Goss this week. It was... Spin it, it back. Spin it spin back. It we back. have to start that as the thing. Girls, spin Chicago. I think they closed, actually. Never mind. Oh. Um, Deja um, was crying, obviously. I mean, she... Willow was giving kissy Christmases. Willow was crying in those prosthetics, which was very fun, because she got a family message on the screen. Um, they showed Georgia... People are said Yeah, that was sweet. <laughs> oh, were they? I love that. Georgia <laughs> mentions this, it will be her fifth time lip syncing, which is absolute... Lip sync assassinista. Assassinista. And uh, I thought it was sweet that Deja and um, Deja and Georges get to like have the end of Untucked together in the workroom. Because that's brutal to be there and packing by yeah. yourself. So at least they were they were having a good time together. I mean, Layla said uh, she wished that they would have warned her that they were going to send two home when she lip synced. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal, but like honestly, they had a great run on the show. They and did. I can't wait to see Georges on All Stars. I have a feeling um, we haven't seen the last of either of these divas. You haven't seen the last of them. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Race Chaser this week. You've heard the last of us. Thank I'm you. Willow. And I'm Alaska. And we would be thrilled if you would write a little review of our little podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And please take a moment to leave us a rating, too, as long as you think that we're Gucci. Yeah. And you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. And you get access to all of our mom shows ad-free, many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, which is called Race Chaser. Race Chaser. Follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is Race Chaser Pod. Our Mom Podcast account is Mom Podcast. You can see something there. Mm -hmm. And we have a TikTok too. It's Mom Podcast. So follow that as well. Mm, the Mom Talk. Um, additional bonus video content of us doing cute little skits, challenges, playing dress up um, is available at patreon.com slash Willem. So go check us out. And you can search for Race Chaser content over there by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. I just thought of a great drag name, what? As Well. As Well. <laughs> She's a rapper. Email us and at more. Race Chaser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was someone's drag name. That's actually somebody's drag name. She's in every show. I saw it on show. a set list. And more. She's in every show. A-N-N-E-M-O-O-R-E. So um, You can email us at Race Chaser Podcast if you have any bullshit you want us to talk about or dicks. Mm -hmm. um, Race Chaser Podcast, gmail.com. Um, and we'll see all of you next week for more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. Bye. Oh. I've never had plastic surgery. I've never had it. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast hosted by Alaska Thunderfucking Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound designed by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. 